This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. All right, welcome into Cleveland Browns Daily. Let's go right to the podium. Defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz. And, um, you know, try to take the fight to him as opposed to sitting back and, you know, trying to hem him in. What do you make of the turnover number right now? Does it bother you? Did it care less? You guys are really scraping for criticisms. You know, um, we're trying to win the game. We're trying to keep the points down. I'm um, trying to set our offense um, up in good field position. Um, you know, I think it's a little bit like uh, first question, you know, like, you know, you can overcorrect on, you know, trying to be whatever, uh, whatever the word is. And too disciplined isn't a good word, but you can err on the side of caution with a guy like Lamar Jackson and that can get him free. You can overcorrect on turnovers and you can give up a lot more big plays. And, um, Tone, the, the, the big play we've given up the whole year was probably a result of guys that were trying to jump a play, feeling that they need to make a play instead of let the defense work. Um, we're just going to let the defense work. We're going to try to play physical. We're going to try to play fast. And, um, you know, then we'll, you know, see what happens after that. But, um, you know, we're going to be around the football, and good things will happen when you're around the football. What seems to be some of the, the hallmarks or characteristics of their offense under Todd Munkin? What, what is he bringing to them? You know, there's still a lot of carryover from last year, um, you know, particularly run game and quarterback run game. But, you know, probably a little bit more emphasis on some of the drop back game. Um, you know, his completion percentage is way up. They're trying to, you know, get high percentage completions, um, get the ball out of his hand fairly quickly. Um, but you know that that goes that goes, um, you know, both ways. It gets it comes out of his hand a little bit faster. But sometimes he's really dangerous when he's holding the ball a long time, making guys miss and, and making big plays down the field. So um, you know, there's there's still a lot of carryover from years past. Um, you know, and I think with Coach Harbaugh there, he's not going to let it get too far away from his philosophy and you know their effort to be physical and uh, control the game with the run game. So, um, you know, there, there's there's a lot of stuff there. And, um, you know, we'll have to be ready for a lot of different personnel packages. They they use different packages within personnel packages and things like that. So, you know, we'll match it a lot of different ways. In the film room going over, breaking down Lamar, you see he's shaking off two and three tacklers. Looks like he's wrapped up, but he's not wrapped up. What are you telling your 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 players uh, about those situations, and, and why is he such a difficult player to bring down? Well, because he's uh, one of the best athletes in the NFL, and just happens to play the quarterback position. So, um, you know, if we saw running backs doing that, we wouldn't, you know, we wouldn't bat an eye. Um, you know, we got to tackle him like he's a running back. 
tackle him like he's a wide receiver. Just because the ball's in his hand doesn't mean that he's still not a you know a threat to run. So, um, you know, I think that that probably um, that probably has a lot to do with it. And um, you know, we're going to try to be physical. You know, if he does run, we're going to try to play our game and um, you know put some hits on him and you know those kind of things. But you know, you got to tackle him like he's a running back. And um, you know, if you if you half step, if you play too cautious. Or, you know, a guy like that, if he pumps you off your feet, you know, we're not playing good defense if you see guys leave their feet on the quarterback, right? Because he's just going to pull it and he's going to fly past and he's going to make a big play. So we got to stay on our feet. We got to tackle through his midsection and we got to get him on the ground like he's a running back. What can you say about Miles' three and a half sack game and just how dominant he appeared to be from start to finish in that game? No, I think there's still meat on the bone, to tell you the truth. I think um, you know there's still there's still times um, you know we haven't gotten we haven't played a lot of snaps because we've been getting off the field on third down, so that it hasn't given the guys you know a lot of opportunities to rush. But they're still hitting the quarterback a bunch and um, you know things like that. So you know sacks are great and we want to get sacks, but you know you know it sometimes a great pass rush doesn't equal a sack. Sometimes the ball can be thrown quick and it'd be an incomplete pass. Sometimes, um, you know, sometimes it can be a, you know, a tipped ball, you know, there's a lot of different ways. And, you know, as long as the defense works, that's what we're looking for. You know, Miles was the beneficiary a couple times of um, Zedarius. Zedarius flushed the quarterback and, you know, had a chance to maybe get a safety on that one, but Miles was there to, to clean him up. And, you know, we're about the group up front. You know, and, and Miles is a great player, but we got a lot of great players up front, and we're trying to produce as a group. And we have an unselfish group. They don't make it about one person. We don't make it about one person. Um, we try to get the job done, whether it's Alex Wright or Miles or Oboe or Z or Jordan or, you know, whoever's in there. You guys know we play a lot of guys up front. We have a high standard. And, you know, they all celebrate each other's success. As long as we stay on that track, we'll be fine, not worrying about – you know, guys' individual stats and things like that. Did you think when the tight moved, the two tight kept moving the two tight ends and Miles was going back and forth? Yeah, you know, I saw that when I was in Detroit as head coach. Um, the whole team do that to Calvin Johnson, put two guys in vice over him, and you know, sometimes you never, you know, it's like wow, first time I ever saw that. Um, you know, and 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 teams follow, you know, but that's you know, we have the ability to be able to give Miles the freedom to, um, you know, move away from some of those situations. And I think you just saw that. They were trying to tail him. We were trying to get away from it. They ran out of the clock, you know. So, um, you know, and, and at that point in the game, taking a timeout was pretty critical, you know, because, you know, if I were, was, was we 17 up at that point? But timeouts were critical. It's fourth quarter. Timeouts are critical. So, you know, the, the effectiveness of that and then having a good effective pass rush on the other play, you know, it, when, it, when it's all said and done, you know, whether Miles is dribbling or they're chasing two tight ends across him or, you know, whatever, um, it's what happens after the snap that's the most important. And, you know, you know, we got to cover, we got to rush, we got to stop the run, we got to stay after this quarterback. We do those things. Um, we'll be happy. Like Lamar, who's equally uh, adept at running or throwing, do you try to take one away? 
Um, no, we just we just try to play our schemes the best we can and uh, play good team defense. And like always, we try to put an effort or an emphasis on relentless effort and speed and um, and physical toughness and some passion for the game. And you know, if we do those things, then um, that'll be enough um, to stop a dual threat at quarterback. Through the first three games, how do you think the guys have responded to some of the in-game adjustments you've tried to make to them, and how crucial is that going to be going against a team like the Ravens on Sunday? You know, there's always things that you adjust here and there. And, you know, generally it's like, hey, we just showed this. Let's give them something else off of that. Or it might even be the opposite. It might be making no adjustments. It's like, hey, look, let's keep bringing it until they until they stop it. So, um, I don't know. You know, I'd... I, Honestly, I, half the time I can't remember what goes on during the game. I'm just sort of in the zone and not really thinking about that stuff. And, you know, you're anticipating the next move. You're trying to communicate to your players. You're trying to, you know, correct anything that came up. You're trying to get them ready for the next series and things that you're going to call. And, you know, I think they've done a good job of um, responding to those kind of things. You mentioned Darius earlier. What has he brought to that room? From a, not only on the field, but also just a personality standpoint. Yeah, he's a veteran player. He's tough. Um, he's had a lot of success in the league. You know, and he's done it in you know a little bit of a different scheme. This is new for right? You know, I mean, we talk a lot of time about defensive linemen. I mean, I still remember, you know, way back in um, Greenbrier. You know, he, he got up on one of the plays and he was jamming a wide receiver. And, you know, he was playing three, four outside linebackers. Like, yo, 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 that, that, that's not us. You know, and, um, you know, and, and he's, he's taken to it really well. Um, you know, the first play of the season, you know, he just goes and we get that hit on the quarterback, beats the, um, beats the tight end across the ball, and um, I thought that really set the tone for us. And, you know, he's an experienced guy. He helps the younger players out. Um, he's good against the run and the pass. Um, he's been a great acquisition for us. What's the key to this defense continuing to play well consistently week in and week out, no matter who the opponent is? Yeah, you know, I think I think that's probably the answer is in the question. Um, you know, we just got to take it on a week-by-week -week basis, and, you know, we got to put our eyes on the next opponent and not what we've done in the past and not what we're going to do a month from now or, you know, two months from now. Um, let's live in the moment. Let's, um, you know, let's practice hard, let's meet well, let's um, prepare well, and uh, let's go out and perform well on a Sunday and just keep doing that. And, you know, we can keep stacking those. Don't worry about what's happened in the past. Don't worry about what's happened in the future. You know, I think that you can get derailed a little bit in this league sometimes um, with success. You know, sometimes success is harder to deal with than, um, than failure. You know, a lot of guys can bounce back really quickly from failure, you know, the um, – you know, there's a, you know, there, there's a human nature to your pride and you get beat and, you know, you want to come back and you want to correct that and, and things like that. But, you know, sometimes it's it's hardest when you you are experiencing success to, um, you know, to not get off track. And that's my job. My job is to make sure that, um, you know, that we don't, you know, that we stay focused on, on what we have to do and, um, you know, and in, in that moment, as opposed to, you know, what our stats are and everything else. Because when it's all said and done, our stats are two and one, right? 
I mean, that's what it is. Our stats are two and one, and we're playing a two and one team. Some teams are going to be three and one. Let's keep our eyes on that, and let's let's you know let league rankings and pro football focus and all that stuff. We'll just let that just stay where it is, and um, you know we'll concentrate on what we have to do that week. And if we can keep our guys focused on that, um, and I like our guys that way too. They respond really well, and they're not thin-skinned. It's hard to play defense for us if you're thin-skinned. Um, so there's some course corrections. There was a course correction last week. Um, we we were we, we needed a course correction and get our minds right for um, a running back that was coming to town and the players responded well to it and um, you know there's going to be those things but let's keep our eyes on what's happening right now and let's not worry about you know where we rank or where we're going to rank or all those things let's just try to win a football game let's keep the score down let's try to set our offense up let's bring some passion to the game let's get our fans excited um, let's get our home field going and make it hard for opponents to play here. Let them be part of it, and I think if we do those things, then we'll be successful. Inactive last week, but the first two games, just what you've seen from him, and Denzel said, you know, today he thinks he's like the best slot corner in the NFL, and, and your thoughts on that too, I guess. Yeah, he's in the consideration there. Um, you know, he can play outside, inside, gives us that, um, you know, functionality to move him around, um, you know, and he can match up quicker guys. He can match up, match up stronger guys. Um, you know, I thought Cam did a good job in his place. Not perfect, but did a good job in his place. You know, we had a miscommunication on one where we gave up a completion that was, you know, pregame warm-up completion. But, you know, I mean, rookies make mistakes. He corrected it and, you know, then came back. But I thought Cam did a good job um, stepping in, and that's what we need. You know, Ronnie Hickman went in the opener on very short notice and did the same thing. So we're going to continue to have guys step up like that. But it is nice to have um, Greg back on the practice field. You know, we'll see where he gets to by Sunday. All right, guys. All right, there's your defensive coordinator, Jim Schwartz, at the podium. Welcome in as we do it live on a Thursday. Tremendous coordinator, tremendous orator. I like it. I mean, I think if you think of, like, the great – orators of our time or of any time sure i mean you think about cato i mean you want to go way back marcus aurelius jim schwartz yeah i like it right there i like it cicero cicero sure, sure. yeah 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 no he's 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 fun man he it's fun. fun i like direct fun. direct answers to direct questions sometimes even not a lot to look for boys scraping the barrel on that one huh like that's that. fun yeah it's great only two it's, takeaways were like historically great. We're doing fine. Yeah. <laughs> the I crazy thing about the season is the one game that we did get takeaways in. Yeah. We got two of them, lost, and gave up well the defense did not, but no. They give okay, so they give thirteen right. as a defense. They've given up six in the other two games. Yeah. It was crazy. When in getting ready, you know, I do I always put the snap counts from the previous week for both teams on my uh, on the board so I can get a look at it. So MJ Emerson played MJ Emerson and Juan Thornhill and Delpit played every single defensive snap that we had last game. Okay. There were 45 of them. There were only 45 defensive snaps in the game. <sighs> yeah, 45 and we had 71 on offense. It's going to say So so we're saying they're going to be fresh. <laughs> yeah, to we're going to be fresh. The Yeah, and then if you flip it around conversely, it, because the Ravens just went to OT, their defense played 84 snaps 
Yeah. A Jeez. week ago. So our defense played 40, just about 40 fewer snaps than their defense played Do you a have week ago. What we played against, what they played against Cincinnati? Because there was a lot of three and out in that one, too. I, I would on the other on one. Last week's I can tell sport. you this is for the Pittsburgh game. We only were on the field for 54. Yeah, and it's, I would think Cincinnati would be even less. And we ran 87 offensive plays against Pittsburgh. Oh, God, that one is so close. Plus 30 in plays. Plus 30 in plays, and you lose. And you lose. It's just yeah, ridiculous. Sucks. Yes. Well, make it right with a win uh, Sunday against the Ravens. Absolutely. His, um, it's, it's, his, it's the most recent best example that I can come up with or that I can think of of a coach's personality meshing and kind of unlocking the personalities of the players he coaches. Um, 100%. The, the best example that I can think of of it is probably Urban in 2012 at Ohio State where he got there and all of a sudden it was like all, what those guys were capable of was unearthed. This is what this feels like. Like he, there's a, we had a lot. I mean, just think about we had Denzel Ward. I don't know if we have it in the show, but he was talking today um, and just how confident he is outwardly. Um, and some of those guys had it anyway, like Emerson had it anyway. Newsom had it anyway. But even even the way Miles is going about his business, we've never seen My- Miles no, has always been so great. No. But he's, he's never been this chesty, this confident. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's what you want when you're playing defense. His his confidence in his scheme is pulling that out of them. You're exactly right. Um, Miles Garrett has been phenomenal. This defense has been nothing short of sensational. And, you know, you talk about the confidence guys are playing with. You know, Denzel Ward's given up on the season, you know, just 50% completions when, when targeted in coverage. He has five passes defensed already. Yes. Five passes defensed. When you think about that, you say to yourself, well, wait a second. Five passes defense, that's good. Tied for third in the NFL. You're right. Very, very, very good. How often are teams even throwing at him, right? Like, that feels like a reasonable question to ask yourself. How often are teams even throwing at Denzel Ward? And the answer is honestly not that often. So when you think about five pass breakups in the midst of not getting targeted a ton in coverage, that becomes crazy. So the exact number is they've thrown 20 passes his direction Basically, one out of every four passes they've thrown in his direction have been broken up, which is wild that they're testing him. Nobody else on the team has been seen more than 12 targets. You know who has? It's M.J. Emerson. How about this? M.J. Emerson is allowing one reception for every 29 snaps in coverage this year, <laughs> which is the best in the NFL. Second place is tw- one every 25 snaps. He is giving up a 25% completion when targeted and a 39 quarterback rating when targeted. This. Yeah, it's it's all... And you can get to the quarterback. You've got Miles. You've got Oboe. You've got Zadarius, who doesn't have a sack yet, but is around the quarterback. He's there all the time. All though. the time. He's there all the time. Mo Hurst is getting around the quarterback all yeah. the time. This team. Alex this, Wright got home. Alex last time Wright. Out. Yeah. Yes. No. It's um. Yeah. It's special. I I had a um had a submission for a um, a, a, a nickname for the uh, and they wanted to tie in Lake Erie, was the hope was like the the the. The, the eerie part of it, like the eerie wall. I haven't heard one like that, that I – I mean, Junkyard Dogs, I get it. But yeah. I, that's – that's Yeah. All right, what is it? It was something like eerie wall, the Great Wall of Erie or something like that. And I thought, I don't know if that's going to get it done. So, I mean, there, there's, people are throwing stuff out there. It's going to have to happen. Elves, I – no. Yeah, that's not going to work. Um, yeah, Junkyard Dogs is the easiest. But, but it would be something – if you think about the great ones, it's usually something that is geographically tied into – yeah. So that would be it'd be nice if there was something that we could tie into there. Um, Too bad Orange Crush is taken because I feel like that's what we kind of are right now. We're an Orange Crush. A little bit, yeah, a little bit. The um, 
Lake Erie Monsters would be pretty good <laughs> if there wasn't a team named that. A minor league hockey team? Because yeah. it's pretty, that's a good one. Yeah. That's good like, for sure. Like the Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. Uh, that, that is very good. All right, coming up next, uh, we'll get you an update from practice and an update on Deshaun Watson's health uh, and the health of his shoulder. Roquan Smith just throwing bombs. Can you believe that? Oh, we'll have some And we're here it. for it. We're I can't wait. I'm for yeah, all of it. Um, it is a mailbag Thursday. Tweet us your questions at Browns underscore daily, and we will get to those later in the show. It is also a matchup Thursday edition, so we will do our offense versus their defense and vice versa. Uh, get your fantasy tips as well. And we got a Thursday nighter. This is the best of the primetime games by far. Yeah, we've had um, thus far, no doubt. So uh, a lot of fun here on the program. We're off and running. Cleveland Browns Daily 850 ESPN Cleveland. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. All right, welcome back here to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, sports betting partner your Cleveland Browns, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. How'd you do last night? How was the, uh, how was the show? It was big time. Yeah? So much larger than life. So much larger than life? It was a good show. He played a lot of his new stuff that I didn't know, but he's got like a pretty I mean, you, you know, play the hits, vibe. right? He played the hits. You got big time. You got uh, In Your Eyes was the first encore. You got Salisbury Hill. You got Sledgehammer. Good. You got um, Biko, which he ended with Biko, the whole thing, which was pretty sweet. About okay. the, the guy, the activist uh, in South Africa, who yeah. was, his murder was kind of the spark that kind of brought down apartheid. Um, so it was good. Obviously, oh, maybe about eight thousand. Not a full house. And it was at Q at the Q. Yeah, probably a Rocket. different venue would have been yeah. more appropriate for yeah. that. It was a very, that's a stadium. I mean, that's it was a very homogenous crowd. <laughs> it was a very very. Kale and I were outside of the the classic demographic by a good margin. One of you more than the other, even. Yeah, one ten years more, you might say. Um, <laughs> But it was it was good. We went down there. Uh, had a great meal at Aqua De Luca. Great meal, like incredible. Okay. In honor of the hot, so we got the mare, which is their big seafood platter to okay. start. And yeah. It's in this like kind of like a um, kind of like a linguine with clam sauce. I would say it's all kind of sitting. In. You get the king crab, the lobster, oh yeah, the scampies, the shrimp, the scallops, the mussels, the clams, the calamari. It was plenty for four, and you wanted to dip your bread in that sauce. It was so good. And then I got an elk shank in honor of the hot. Let's was, go. It was unreal. Of course it was great. It was great. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Elk yeah. shank. I love and they it. Got, and Danny got a, uh, they had a Wagyu Asabuco going that was it was quite solid. Quite delicious. And uh, Miss K got a veal chop, which was one of the best, juiciest veal chops I've ever gotten in my life. Yeah. So they crushed it. So good job out of them. Ma- I got, our guy Maurice took care of us. He was he was on it because Danny was very like we got to get to the we got to get the Danny was in like he was he needed this he flew oh, up for this this got, was his big thing oh man where was, does the Gabriel love come from from his youth 
Just his youth. Love yeah, him. love him. Gabriel, Genesis, yeah, all of it. Um, he It was so funny. We get into the arena. We finally get in, and it took a while, much longer, I think, than it should have to get in the arena, but that's neither here nor there. And then he's like, if I wasn't tall, we would have lost eyes on him in three seconds. He was, was that like, locked in? Oh, my goodness. He was moving. It was like a race walking pace. I even did my. Was it festival seating? What was the hurry? He wanted to be there when the curtain went up. He okay. did not want to miss. There's no opening act. He did not want to miss one second of. He had to be locked in. Yeah, he's a Gabrielite. Locked in. It was well, fun. Nice. Yeah, it was fun. That's very fun good. Little, very good. Fun little uh, first Friday. Yeah, that is nice when you get a little event to go with it. Really, you know, all of a sudden, what do you got? One day and you're right back. One day we're right back, baby. <laughs> right back to it. Yeah, we get, and we get football on this day. We do. Brown's back to practice today. The injury report out yesterday. Watson limited with the shoulder. Ford limited with the shoulder as well. So that's two backs limited. That's Kareem was Im- limited earlier in the week, and then Ford limited now. Any concern there? We'll get to Watson in a second. I don't believe that there's any concern there. Those guys will be ready to go for the game. No, I don't think there's any concern. And Deshaun? I don't have any concern. It was, as you heard, Alex. Uh, well, we Van will Pelt, hear. Or we will hear. Yep. But he did say it earlier that it was on a run play, and it was on a run play that was kind of early on in the game. So he went on to have his best game. So I feel pretty good about that and that, that he'll be ready to go. And I think for the Browns, you know, it is a good thing that you get through this game and then you get your bye week. So if, if there is anything that needs to be rested, he'll get the opportunity to do that in a week. But no, no Ideal no bye week is what? Like nine? Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's early. It just kind of, honestly, it kind of just, it depends when you need it as a as a team. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I would say later it was what you would want. Yeah, definitely. All right, here are some uh, here are some defense nicknames for you. Uh, the Land of Lockdown. Lockdown on the Lake. He's really under that. Uh, this one's pretty good from Richard Miles Marauders. That's not bad. Uh, the Rock Wall. A lot of getting a lot of lockdown on the lakes. Getting a lot of lockdown on the lake. I I don't know that that's you can't call a defense that. That's like a secondary. That'd be like the Legion of Boom. Yeah, I don't I don't know that you could do that on the. That doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the front. Look at this. Look at them. Let's take a look at this here today. Okay, so we've got a nice jean. It's a nice jean. It's a nice jean. Yeah, it's a A, shoe that ends in a beautiful blade. Definitely no no lace. It's a boot. It's it looks like a boot. No, no lace. Oh, no lace. Yeah, so it's lace free. It's a lace free slip on because it's such supple leather. Supple leather that it doesn't even from Italy. Yeah, it doesn't need it. No, ends in an A. Doesn't matter. Um, Yeah, he's he's got to go. Did he had a little bit of a look? Look like a little bit of a. He's grown a little bit of a facial. Got a little bit going there. He's getting he's getting ready for getting ready for starting a playoff beard playoff beard and I like early it. yeah i just don't ever shave mine um one thing that we're big fans of same i just passed it shaved every day for a long time i'm over it um one of the things that i'm a big fan of and i you you are a big fan of is interesting i like interesting so i like when when people say things that are interesting and roquan smith who's a linebacker for the baltimore ravens had something interesting to say this was his press conference yesterday in baltimore you're considered a bad guy because you're going into essentially another man's house and you're trying to take over, like his wife, kids, everyone there to watch them. So you we going over to beat their tails in front of their wife and kids. So when you think about it from that perspective, like any man's going to, you know, fight to the death from that point. I know if that's me in that case, I know I would. So uh, I think about it from that standpoint, and I'm just going in, you know, just like I prepare for any other game, play to the whistle, play physical, and hit anything that moves. Let's go. I like it. Same. I like it. This is one of those situations where you don't like what they say. You don't want to be beaten in front of your wife and kids. Beat them. Shut them up. Shut them up. Yeah, that's it. Um, what is? How would you rate your most hated adversaries? 
Like who are my most hated adversaries? Yeah. Just in life? No, of this This chair case. right now is pretty high on my list of most Pedro. hated. <laughs> this chair, though. This <laughs> Chairs right up there. The chairs are almost untenable. It's becoming they've like a detriment beaten, to my health. They've been beaten and bruised like and right battered. Left side of my yeah, back. Yeah. This chair. There's nothing left to them. They're done. Help, Gibbe. Look at that guy. I knew it. There's no pushback. Well, he's he, he doesn't have to sit in him. What is well, he? He has, he has a, a brand new chair. chair. Brand, new chair. brand new chair. The head honcho. Take this camera. You can see him sitting in his brand new chair. Yeah, show him. Look at him show in there, him. just lounging. Oh, let's give it a little scoot. Look at him. He's <laughs> perfectly comfortable. Comfortable, comfortable, comfortable. I don't know what you're Com- talking about. Just what's wrong with your guys' chairs? Mine's great. Yeah, I'd say this is Perfect. my number one adversary, though, no doubt. Well, okay. I think anytime you have, a, have this type of a tilt, you know, I mean, that, there's some. I, this is, if I'm going to identify the problem, I'm going to tell you this. I think it's a ball bearing problem. Well, I think that they have been stripped and stripped and in, of the entire. They are malformed. Yes, they have no structure. No structure, and even, somehow it's affected. No integrity. It's affected this because it's not bending the way that it's supposed to. It's like, yeah. Ugh. Ugh. So that's my number one adversary right now. This, Maybe I should. Have I'll give you stand. Hold on, I, I mean, got. I'd, I'd be. I'd, I'd be standing. thrilled to stand. If they, I, in fact, you, you got to raise recall, this up though. We talked I, about when that. I was consulted. We pitched that about this. We pitched it <laughs> when I was consulted. I said I'd prefer to stand. Yeah, I this believe you stand. Uh, I stand in the morning. All morning yeah. I stand. Yeah, yeah, I prefer. I prefer that, but you'd yeah. have to build a, a stand on a mic, or you could take the mics from the top. Yes. Down, and then you'd be good too. Kennedy. Yes, exactly. See, that's the way you do it. Yeah. There you go. That's exactly why we're not doing now it. Now I'm back yeah. in this chair of pain. Back in the pain. You could adjust it. No, 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 no dude. No. no. Give Wrong. Me. These are not adjustable anymore. They're toast. You know the thing that you where you go, you bring it up and down? Nothing. Nothing. Bunkus. Back and forth? Done. It's over. I They've think you broken. should send the bill to Mo Pedman. Straight. Right. Well, I... We we're all in agreement on the cause. <laughs> we know the cause the situation. The culprit is the, the culprit, culprit is there. It is known. All right. So my number one adversary: lack of on-off cough. Yep. Number two adversary: now these chairs. Yep. Number three adversary: playing a regular season game at Heinz Field. That's it. That place is a house of horrors. Do you yeah. know how many I don't believe in curses, but texts I got after that game? Oh my God! I believe you may have even penned one of those. I know my boy Jimmy Bang Bang did. Jimmy Reams. He sent me. He said, "Z, I don't believe in curses, but that place is cursed, dude." It was like the. Um, it's like in. Uh, what? I think I said that to you too. You like, may have I said. Just, I think you did. I, I don't. I can't make yeah. sense of it. Like I don't ever yeah. want to go over there again. But the. Um, it's the the line in um, the original Pirates of the Caribbean. Do you believe in ghost stories? You better start because you're in one. You're in one. That's yeah. what it's like over there. You get. It's just. It is that. By the way, you have a beautiful Grayson hoodie on right now, and yeah. that. That no, I don't have that. That's no, not, no, it's no. a beautiful hoodie. It's a nice hoodie, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like that wolf sometimes has gang, like the little fake eyes. And so when you're looking at it, it looks like its eyes are like, like little googly eyes. Like it's coming at you? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. a little disconcerting. Good. I like that, though. I'm right. for it. Yeah. Um, who, here's one for you. Over the By the next... way, that one's, you don't have to worry about that going mainstream. There's a big barrier to entry on that one. But that's fine. You know. Yeah. You never know. You never know. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Next five years, biggest rival for this team over the next five years. I mean, it should be. It should be the Bengals. Yeah. But it feels like there's just trouble a-brewing, and it's not just bad chili down in Cincinnati. 
What happened? Did I miss something this morning? It just feels that way about that. Did no? It just there's a lot of disquietude. Well, I, that I mean, can you imagine around here if what happened Friday happened around here, where Mike Brown driving on a golf cart yeah. tells Joe Burrow to get in the golf cart, drives around in a half circle. Burrow very clearly upset by being asked to get in a golf cart in the middle of practice in front of everybody else. Right, and then hops off like while the cart is kind of still moving to continue stretching yeah can you imagine if that happened here oh it'd be people would be going nuts Uh, yeah i just think on mike brown's point like number one i get what he's saying i made this big investment in you and this is that's that's not an investment for week three of the 2023 nfl season but i would also venture that mike brown has the ability to say summon him to his office I think that's probably what Joe Burrow would have preferred. Or dude, so, right, yeah. Instead of making a big show right. about it. That's right. Yeah, I, I think that that's probably and right. I know, T. Higgins can't be happy. Let's just be honest about it right now. T. Higgins is not a happy camper. And he's playing for what he – and we talked about it. We think his tape's good enough. And there's a long season. But T. Higgins has 10 catches for 110 yards through two three games this year. But when you really break that down – He's had two games where he has been a complete non-factor because he had, I think... Nothing against us. He had eight for... No, literally nothing against us. And he had against the Ravens eight for 89 and two touchdowns. So the other two games are two catches for 21 yards. Total. Combined. Yeah. No, I think that... You've heard Jamar Chase complaining all right that... I don't know. I don't know. I'm glad they didn't keep Jesse Bates, though. But I think it should be them or the Ravens. Dax Hill's playing really well for them. Uh, he's yeah. not quite Bates, but he's playing really well. Um, yeah, it should be. Those should be the two teams. Did you know? I Tell me, know hit this. me, hit me. Give Did you me. know that Justice Hill, the running back of the Baltimore Ravens, is Dax Hill's brother? I would not have had that. Me neither. Would not have had that. Where did Justice Hill play college? Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. And Dax went to Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. I, this one's got. This one could be fun. Sunday. I think it's a, the the Ravens. I believe with Lamar are going to be in the mix. Question is, can Lamar play a full season? Their defense is not what it used to be, but still yeah. stout. I mean, you still look at their rankings. Total defense, number 10. Rush defense, number 8. Pass defense, number 11. Points per game, number 8. Um, so they're still a very, very formidable defense. Now you could say, well, they played Houston. They played a less than 100% Joe Burrow, and they played Indianapolis. Yeah. And he's up Indianapolis with their backup quarterback. But I think that's on – right now I think that's okay. I think that's an upgrade for Indy. Certainly Long from term. a throwing standpoint. And even their chance of losing standpoint. Yeah, yeah. I think that, you know, like, well, it sounds step. like Richardson's going to play this week. Though. He did step out of the back of the end zone. He did. He Orlovsky did. style. He did. I think I blame that a little bit on the way those end zones are painted. Because it's got the the big, thick white Very at the thick. back of it. Yeah. And I think sometimes you, you don't know where, where does the line begin. begin. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. That's where that is. Um, this from Jade on uh, it is an Ask CBD. It's a mailbag Thursday. This is an uh, Ask CBD from Jade. She wants to know if you and I would be interested in doing a Friends of CBD uh, fantasy league, and they they would like us to be in it. This is my answer to this. It's I late love her for death. this year. It's too late for this year. For next year, potentially, I would be into it. This is what I would say, Jade, and I I say this affectionately because it's going to be here. You hear that, Gibby? Well, who's to say I'm not a friend of CBD next year? Maybe I'll just call in once a week. We'll do scores. Let people print money. Um, but I was um, – just make it as easy as possible on me. Yes. Set it up. That's Give us it. a date time, yeah. and let's do it. Interns used to come to me, and they'd be like, can you write me a letter of recommendation? I said, how about you write what you want me to say, and I'll sign it. 
intriguing. Yeah. I I, I would have put together a fine dinger of a letter. I'll read it and I'll sign it. I don't need what like maybe you and I if you, you and I had a team together because I tend to lose focus at times trying to do that and everything else from a right. fantasy football. So maybe like a co-ownership against the mighty Z. Well, and then they want all the friends. All Jade the friends. wants all the friends involved. We too. got lots of friends. tons of friends of the program. Um, but I can help friends. you navigate. You can help me. Hey, get, I'm for that. Move. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't be doing any more things. I put a list. I'm, I'm capped oh, out. Are you sure? Because I'm, when I you think you're you, done, I'm done. You're not done. I'm done. Yeah. I'm at the. I'm at the limit. Um, I don't think that's I gotta be. Case. I got no more time. Uh, it's a mailbag Thursday. Tweet your questions to us at Browns underscore daily. We'll answer those a little bit later in the show. Uh, those are the hot topics presented by Vivid Seats. Head to Vivid Seats to purchase your brand-new premium terrace experience. Your ticket comes with a pregame field pass parking, all-inclusive food and beverage, $50 Browns shop gift card. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats is an official fan experience partner of your Cleveland Browns. We will do the matchup, our defense, their offense. Coming up next, you listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. What a medical mistake caused you injury? Call the medical malpractice attorneys at 100 Elk, Ohio. Elk and Elk's proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. It is a matchup Thursday presented by BallyBet. Sports betting partner, your Cleveland Browns, now live in Ohio. It is time for the vaunted Browns defense versus this Ravens offense for the full breakdown. We go to Dr. Z. All right, let's start off where this Ravens team ranks. Total offense, 12th, 348 yards a game. The number five rushing offense, that's no surprise, 158 yards a game. They are the number 24 pass offense, 190 yards a game, 14th in points, 23 0.7. They've been great on third downs, 51%. Great in the red zone, 73%. you got to keep them out of there. They will put the ball on the ground. Now, they've done a good job not allowing a ton of pressure. Just 26% this year, third best in the NFL. Now, part of that is because Lamar Jackson is getting the ball out so quickly on these short passes. I talked about yesterday, for those who remember, and congrats, congrats if you do, he's completing a career-high 73.3% of his passes, which is second best in the NFL. But he is averaging 7.1 yards per attempt, which is well below his career average of 7.4 when he was completing only 64% of his passes. So there is, it's a quick, it's an underneath thing. And in fact, I charted this yesterday, Bo, and I think you're going to find these right. numbers to be very interesting. Let's do it. I'm just going to give you this. These are the facts that I'm going to give you. All right. He attempts 27.3 passes per game. 27.3 okay passes per game all right i wrote it down how many passes per game do you believe of those 27 go more than 10 yards in the air so they were second screen for me two weeks ago no no primary because we were monday night so i saw them two weeks ago against cincinnati their full game and i saw snippets of their game on sunday via red zone and so i know that it is a lot of dink and dunk um so 27.3 pass plays per game i'm going to say 11 are over 10 yards seven are more than seven. 10 yards per Good game night that is so nickel dime 22 
of his pass attempts have gone more than 10 yards in the air. 83, so that means 61 have gone less than 10 yards in the air this season. Here's are his numbers. Behind the line of scrimmage, through nine yards in front of him, 49 of 61, 80% completions. 10 to 19 yards. He's done a good job here. 11 of 14, 180 yards and a touchdown, but that's only five attempts a game. Less than five. It's 4.67. And then 20-plus in the air. He's only taken eight throws of more than 20 yards in the air, uh, 2.6 attempts per game. So they are not putting it in the air down the field very often, which is why he's been kept clean for the most part. But pressure is important because when he's clean, 81%, eight yards per attempt, two touchdowns, 109 rating. Under pressure this year, Lamar Jackson, 38% completions, 3.5 yards per attempt, an interception, and a 21.9 rating. Now they have really kind of put the ball into the end zone on the ground. Jackson himself has just two passing touchdowns this season. He's got two rushing touchdowns, though. They have six rushing touchdowns. The Browns, as you all well know, have not allowed a single rushing toudown this season. Who do you got to look out for? Well, they got four first-rounders in their wide they receiving They keep trying, court. baby. They keep trying. Zay Flowers, 21 receptions, most through three career games in Baltimore Ravens history. That's the guy you got to watch for. But then you go back and you say, wait a second. All these short passes, Zay Flowers is averaging nine yards a catch. He has a long catch of 52 yards. So if you take that out, it gives you, what, 136 on 20 catches? That's six yards. Yeah. Six and a half yards a catch. So they're going underneath to them. We'll see if they get Odell back this week. Nelson Aguilar can fly. Remember back in 2020 at 896 yards, 19 yards of catch, and eight touchdowns with the Las Vegas Raiders. He has the one wide receiver touchdown this year for them, and he's the only other receiver over 100 yards other than Zay Flowers. Uh, Mark Andrews, he's got a touchdown, nine catches, 80 yards, and a score on the season. Missed week one. He is a three-time Pro Bowler, and he has been a Browns killer. Ten games against the Browns, seven touchdowns. That's the most he has against any opponent. But last year in two games, three catches, 31 yards. Now, he does have in his six games prior to 2022, he had seven touchdowns and one 100-yard game as he was very much the focal point of what they did. So I think it's going to be our ability to get after them. You want to get them into those third and long situations and then get after Lamar. We've already heard you know, from Jim Schwartz that we're going to take the fight to Lamar. You want to keep him in the pocket. you got to be aware of the designed runs, though. Last week's season high in designed runs, season high in rush attempts, 14, 101 yards, two touchdowns. So... He's got 13 career 100-yard games. Two of them have come against the Browns. They won both of those games when he did that. But Gus Edwards, would you have this? Would you have this? Go ahead. Gus Edwards, amongst all running backs in NFL history with 500 carries, ranks fifth, fifth in yards per carry. I wouldn't have had that, but you've thought about him for a long time that he's – in a way, he's kind of like the big version of uh, of Swift. It's like, why can't he just eat more? Well, because he's always he's been kind up. of in. He's been banged, banged up, and he's always been in a timeshare. But but you why? Know, for because like he's in, he's more of a runner. He's not really doesn't give you a whole lot yeah. catching it out of the backfield. He doesn't even have a catch this year. Yeah. So he's at five point two. Nick Chubb, Jamal Charles. I'm blanking on the other one. Barry. No, I have. Hold on. Bo. Bo. Bo Jackson. Bo Thank Jackson. you very much. Bo Jackson. Good job you, Nick. And do you know who number one is? Here is your hint. He was a former Cleveland Brown, and he is currently active in the National Football League. 
Do you earnest? No. Looking right at you, so it's got to be from your era. Yes. And he's still active? Uh, He just scored, I want to say, four touchdowns last week. Mostert? Raheem Mostert. All-time leader in NFL history in 2014 with Kyle. With Kyle. And then we got rid of him. I had no idea he was that old. We got rid of him. No idea. Much to the consternation of our coach prior to the coach's show. And he was less than pleased, I would say. Which coach was less than pleased about that? Well, we'll let the people figure that out. We'll let them figure that out, yeah. Uh, Raheem Mostert, 5.4 yards carry, all-time yards per carry leader in NFL history for any running back with more than 500 carries. Wow. But Gus Edwards is fifth. And Gus Edwards last year, if you remember, he missed all of 21 with an ACL. Yeah. His first game back was against us in Baltimore, and he went 16 carries, 66 yards, and a touchdown against us. Uh, last year in two games, 23 carries. It's not a lot. And he had 121 yards and a touchdown. Like, he is he's he's formidable. A, he's very formidable. So you're going to have to stop him, get them into third and longs, be aggressive after the football. You've got Melvin Gordon, who's fumbled it and lost it nine times the last three years. Lamar is not afraid to lose the ball as well. Lost one last week against Indy. Almost lost two. So we got to get that ball on the ground. But we'll see. they got Ronnie Stanley back and Linderbaum back. So those are their two, you know, Frontline guys, Stanley's a pro bowler, first team all pro in 2019, but crazy, he's not played more than 12 games in a season since that 2019 season. Uh, Linderbaum, of course, their first round pick last year, but Sam must have fulfilled it very well for them. But I still think that line is gettable, but you got to be ready for the ball to come out quickly, but at the same time, you don't want it going over your head. Right. A lot of their routes are kind of sit down, back to the end zone, numbers to the quarterback routes, and so we got to be careful. Be be aware of that because they do a lot of that on first down. It's kind of those drive stars, those six, seven-yard plays. What do you think? It, how would you uh, articulate the biggest difference between what they're doing now offensively with Todd Munkin and what they did previously offensively? More straight drop back. More, more straight drop back. Fewer quarterback design runs. More of just like a spread passing attack. Yeah, and yeah. they spread them out. and Yeah, yeah. they'll yeah. create space. You know, Ricard... I said it yesterday, I think. Ricard only played 19 snaps last week. He was playing, you know, 50% of the snaps last year. Yeah. So just a, a different – it's a much more Lamar's offense. Um, and that's kind of the thing that, you know, when you listen to the broadcast that they kept talking about Lamar, that he's comfortable, he's given, you know, freedom, he likes it, it's more spread out, it's more, you know, in his hands. But some things to keep an eye on, though, by the way, Browns fans, if you want to do, Miles Garrett, if he gets a sack, that'll be his 11th in the last seven home games, and he'll be the second fastest ever to 80 sacks, tying T.J. Watt for that second best ever in 88 games. Um, Denzel gets a pass defense, 10th straight game with a pass to break up. That is the longest active streak in the NFL right now at nine. Second place is four. Four. Denzel has been and. From the start of the season, the best mirror corner in the league. Oh, yeah, the route that you saw Matt, stunning. Matt Bowen tweeted out about that, it. Yeah. Um, Ryan Clark's been talking about it. Just the backpedaling and the break on that deep dig. He's got a chance to be all pro. Like, that would be yeah. something for him if he could get one of those, get a second team all pro on the. On, I mean, he's going to be, if he stays healthy, he's got to be a pro yeah. bowler. But, like, being fun to get, like, an all pro out of him based I'll, on where I'll, he's at. I'll tell you what, that's one area where I think pro football focus this year is. Like he's like the 39th corner in the league in their hmm. grades, which seems odd. MJ Emerson's nowhere near it, and the guy we just talked about has given up on the season 25% completion, 39 rating, and has only allowed one reception for every 29 cover snaps. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, by the way, just turned 23 yesterday. You like that? I do like that. 
Big weekend in the North in terms of how critical this division game always going to be critical anyway. We're hosting the Ravens. The other two are out of out of the division. The Bengals are at Tennessee, and then the Steelers are at Houston. So Pittsburgh will be favored, obviously, to go to three and one uh, with that operation. And then the Bengals trying to get it to even Steven if they can at Tennessee. Yeah, which I would think Tennessee would have a hard time blocking their line. The way theirs isn't as good as ours, but it's in the vicinity. No, but it's so I think formidable. it could be it could be a long, long day for them. It allowed so, them to beat the Rams ultimately. Yeah, it did. And that, so the point being that this division is starting to f- it, it flexed a little bit. No, another chance to flex this weekend. Yeah, and we need to win, and we can flex right atop it. Yep, that's what you got to do. All right, coming up next, we get your fantasy minute. We go around the league as well. Get you set for Thursday night football. Still time for the matchup. The other side as well, uh, our offense versus their defense. Lots to get to here. Cleveland Browns Daily 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Does your furry friend have what it takes to beat out the competition under the dog race sweepstakes presented by Milkbone for a chance to have your pup compete in the annual halftime dog races? Visit clevelandbrowns.com slash contest to enter. Check out more from Milkbone at your local grocer or pet supply stores. Uh, Speaking of dogs, Last night, I'm getting ready to go to the youth sports, and I'm in the, the bedroom youth? in the back, and I hear my wife scream okay. at a level that is alarming yeah. and that I rarely ever hear her scream. Um, I can't run out right away for various reasons. I then start hearing the boys scream Okay, for me, for anyone. Help, help, dad, blah. So I come running out of the bedroom. My wife is in tears now. My wife is in tears. Bootsy is running around like Kevin from Home Alone. (laughs) She kind of can get it out. She admits screaming and crying, Buddy's eating a bird! Buddy's eating a bird! (laughs) So I go... This is going to be something really crazy. So I go, yeah, and he's a dog. Now... I go out. She runs to the room. Bootsy, Kevining, Beamsy, of course, he's, he, he's too sensitive. He's yeah, out. He's, he's out. upstairs. He's in his room. He's he's yeah. not paying attention to it. He's got no interest. Um, stays away from the chaos. NBC is outside trying to, like, handle Buddy. Talk to Buddy. Yeah. And, like, get some sense to him. Let that bird go. Right. Just, we're good. So, I, he's outside on the porch. I open the, the sliding glass door. And uh, what we had was, first of all, I do not think Buddy is a bird murderer. I'm not, I don't think he did the act. I think that the act was done, and he said, hey, Dad, here's a, here's a fun toy. What do you think? Look what I found. By the way, so what? Same. Again, I'm not going to convict him. It's a, it's, he's a rich A little Ace of Woody, it's his who's job. A, a 12, 13-pound yeah. Jack Russell Chihuahua. We were taking her home from a walk one day. This little bird's going around, and she's kind of chasing it, and the kids are like, don't let her chase the bird. I'm like, what's she going to do, Get catch this bird? Boom, right out of midair, left as it was Nailed flying. It. Got it. Good Done. for Ace. By the way, hey, bird, fly higher. Fly higher. You have wings? You have wings. No one's stopping you. No one's stopping you. This thing was mangled. <laughs> like, 
It felt like a bird anatomy class. He was trying to. There get were a little, no feathers. A little on pheasant. It. it was all just like carcass, and like Did he get some meat oozing things. Uh, yeah. It was a gross cleanup. Gross. The yelling was so loud that my neighbor, who's probably a football field away, um, yells over. She's like, "Bo, is everything okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, buddy, ate a bird. That's all. We're fine. Nothing to see here." It feels like you're. It, it's the way that it sounded was. I thought a though, child. Had broken a limb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So you're thinking catastrophic. I'm going it, to the hospital it, and yeah, I was ruined. For sure. Yeah. Or Buddy, something bad. Or Buddy tragedy. did something tragic. Yes. Yeah. No. She's like, what if he gets avian flu? I'm like, he's fine. What if he gets avian uh, flu? If she'd like to really be horrified, <laughs> bring Buddy on over to the homestead. Sunday. I uh, No, Saturday. It was Saturday. I'm inside and my wife just is like, Jason. And she like d- number one, not a lot not of that. Calling me Jason and like yelling, and I'm, I'm like, "What did I do?" Yeah. And I come out, and uh, Roxy's got a groundhog. Oh boy! And killed it, it. and did it. And yeah. Was she was the murderer in yeah. this instance? She yeah. Literally yeah. Is shaking it, and I'm like, "That thing's about half as big as she is." Yeah. No, no big deal. But she wouldn't eat it, right? No. She would just she catch just it, dropped it, and and dropped like, it, and was came like, hey, over "Look, I got a toy." Away, I'm like, "Hey, look, look what, what I, I did." Got. Look what I did, Dad. Yeah. Jeez, I'm like, what a moment. Uh, I said, there's going to be a lot more. Going to be a lot more. He's going to get some retriever. snakes. He's going to go get things and bring it in. That's the way it goes. Got to keep an eye on it. Absolutely At least he, he did he bring it into the house? He brought it to the porch, okay. right to the door. All right. So did not Didn't get Didn't bring in. it in. It would have been, it was a, I mean, it was a hose cleanup. So it was oh, a man. shovel yeah. hose in I, order to get I it. I had to do the shovel thing. Yeah. Shovel, I mean, it's fine. Oh, my God. Yep. Pet. She goes, are you going to bury it? No. said, no, we're not having a vigil. No. <laughs> we're throwing it into the woods, and it's going to feed some other animal. <sighs> All right, let's hit your fantasy minute presented by Scaleco Capital. Scaleco Capital, investing locally in the Midwest. Z, who you got tonight, buddy? What are they doing with uh, at, at running back? So, yeah, it's it's still unclear. So I've seen reports that said David Montgomery is going to play. Tom Pelissero, right? Yeah, he said he expects him to suit up. Uh, he had one earlier in the day that Montgomery were not on track to play, even though he's tagged at limited participants the last two. It looks like he'll be ready to return from his absence. I just don't know. Like, I don't know. Coming back from a thigh bruise, I don't know. Christian Watson supposedly is making his return. To me, you're only playing those guys if you absolutely have to. If you've got reasonable, healthy, yeah. where you get the, the picture options, that, that's who you play. Um, so I would not be interested in going with those guys today. Um, when you look at this week in the fantasy world, give me some some people to get after here. Quarterbacks that I like, maybe better than a little bit than the average or the consensus. Uh, I know you're gonna not want to do it. Play Justin Fields again. It's the it's Denver. Play Justin Fields again. You got to do it. I also don't mind at all. Uh, Russell Wilson in that same game. That should be a good fantasy game. And I think tonight, Jordan Love, of the two quarterbacks, I like Jordan Love uh, as well tonight. He's he's this year's Fields. If you watch him play, if you actually watch the Packers play, you're like, pretty. my God, he's not accurate. But he will score 27 fantasy points a week because they run with him and they run with him in the red zone. Running backs this week. Raheem Mostert is a must-start at this point. Yeah. Now Jeff Wilson's going to come back. They've got a Chan. Who knows what's going to happen? Or A-Chan. Is it A-Chan? A-Chan? I th- I no, it's not Chan anymore. He got oh, rid of A-Chan? A-Chan. Dev- okay. Devin A-Chan. Okay. Um, but you still got to play Mostert. 
Uh, Kenneth Walker's blowing up for Seattle. Play him. Zach Moss. This might be his last week. Who knows what happens with Jonathan Taylor, but all Zach Moss did was become the only running back to run for 100 yards on this Baltimore Ravens team. Uh, last week, he ran for over 100, uh, 30 carries, 122, and had two catches for 23 and a touchdown. He beat Patrick Queen on a little wheel route, which maybe you'll see there. Alvin Kamara, I say go with it. He's back. Roll with it. And I think Javante Williams, you guys have been holding on to him for so long, and he's done nothing. Nothing. Against the Bears. Come on. You got Sad, it. Guru. Sad. He's got to be able to get in there. Uh, wide receivers, you're starting both the guys with the Rams, Nakua and Tutu Atwell. You're keeping them in your lineups. Um, Adam Thielen at this point, based on volume, is somebody that you have to play week in and week out. The last two weeks, Adam Thielen, I don't know if Gibbe would have this, 23 targets, 18 catches, 199 yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah, he's so, going. So he's, you got to play him. Uh, so those are some of the guys that I like at wide receiver. If you need some tight ends, and everybody does really, unless you have Kelsey and Hawkinson, Sam Laporta, if he is somehow on your waiver wire, thank Uncle Bo for that one. He gave it to that to us early this year. Get Sam Laporta. Get him in your lineups. Hunter Henry is playing very well as well for the New England Patriots, so you can go with him. And there you go. Defense and this week, I like Cincinnati as a pickup. Nicholas Lucarelli tweets the show, Nathan, I have a Monra and Higgins. Who do you start at QB, Burrow or Goff? Goff's at Indy, Burrow's at Tennessee. Goff's Green Bay, right? Oh, I'm sorry. Tonight. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought you said for some reason I had Stafford on the brain. I, yeah. If you want to do a little bit of a, a hedging your bet, I guess you would go Amon. I think you're playing Amon Ra because mm-hmm. he's just so consistent. Yeah, he plays. And no then you what. could you can go with Burrow at quarterback and just hope that they get it going. And that way, if Higgins still has a good game, you're like, okay, all right, I still got that. All right, that was your fantasy I, minute presented by Scaleco Capital. Scaleco Capital investing locally in the Midwest. I mean, it is wild when you look at these rankings. I mean, it is pretty consensus that Burrow is Burrow's currently now not viewed as a top 12 quarterback, which is wild. So it's the worst thing that can happen in fantasy sports is you you have somebody who feels like a sure thing. Yeah. They have an injury, and you can't – you feel like, how can I not play him? Yeah. Eventually, he's going to pop out of it, and he will. Eventually, he'll come out of it. He'll be yes, healthy. He'll yes, have a big yes, game. Yes. But it's like, in the meantime, how long do you tread water waiting for that to happen? Well, at some point, you have to say, remove the name and just look at the facts of the right. matter and say, would I be playing this guy if his name was Joe Schmo? He would not. No. He'd be on the bench. He would be he on would the not. bench. Yeah. By the way, Jade, Jade McRae. Yep. I'll never forget the day my dog came back with a baby kangaroo in its mouth when I lived back in Australia. She was so proud of herself. She's <laughs> sad. Little Joey. I mean, Look at Joey. A little Joey. We're talking about birds and, like, groundhogs. Well, they, they're back. living I think in they're Australia, quite, dude. Listen, I, in the Columbus Zoo, they've got this place where those things are – yes. they run free. And you walk in there, I'm always leery. I Heads on a swivel around those guys. You see those guys looking at you and they yep. stand up. Eh, I'm all right. It's, I have no beef with you. I don't know anything don't about anything how your operation you. is. That tail yep. makes me nervous. I, yep. I'm not familiar with your kind. I yep. I keep a good distance. I keep a very good distance. Um, this is a funny one. Uh, Red, uh, among other things, enjoys uh, Buddy as his name being Buddy Garrity. He said, was it a raven foretelling? Oh, baby. Oh. I like it. I like that. I like that. I like that. It was not a raven. It was a cardinal of some sort. Oh, Garrity. no. That's, that's sad. Yeah. 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 Cardinals have very good agents. If they're red, then it's then they're pretty. Like, if I would have said Sparrow, you guys wouldn't have had any reaction at all. Um, You're right. Jared, look at the smirk on Bo's face, knowing that his dog led to the demise of a small part, his avian counterpart. 
Yeah, also like not it. a problem. You like that? I have no problem with it. Um, I just came across something in looking up the fantasy stuff. Yeah. This is from our good friend Andrew Siciliano. Yep. Did you know? I'm going to give you two of Tango Vailoa's numbers in 2022 okay. and 2023 through three games. Okay. Yeah, you want to write, you write, this, you'll write this down so you can compare gonna, them. I'm, wait, let me get a pen. I'm going to write this down. Okay, you ready? Yep. 2022, 3-0 record. Yep. 72 for 101 passing, eight touchdowns, two interceptions. That's 2022. Okay. All right, 2023, you ready? Yep. 3-0 and record. Yep. 72 of 101 passing, <laughs> eight touchdowns, <laughs> two interceptions. Oh, come on. What's the yardage difference, I wonder? That's amazing that it's that similar. I wonder what how the hold on up. You pull up. You pull up this year. I'll pull up last year. Keep him upright, and the world is your oyster. That is a. That's just outrageous, though. To be seventy-two of one hundred and one both seasons. Let me go. See this year he's at one thousand twenty-four. All right, so I'm gonna need a game log. I got you. I got you. I think I'm last year. Yeah, I think I'm there. I'm here. Last year, first three weeks. 270 plus 469, 739, 739 plus 186, so 739, that would be da, 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 25, 925, so about, mm-hmm. is he's 99 yards ahead this year. Wow, that's pretty, that's consistent, buddy. That's wild. So you look for in the golf course, baby. The only thing I've ever seen, the, the most consistent stretch of like professional athlete I've ever seen was there's a stretch from Albert Pujols. Where he hits 330, 48 home runs, 130 RBI. It's like five straight years. Oh, I saw him a couple person. of home runs, a couple of RBIs, and a couple of batting average for like five years in a row. He did it with, with St. Louis. A crazy stretch. Yeah. Yeah. He was absolutely remarkable. Uh, NFL, this is uh, around the league. The NFL typically doesn't make trades like the one yesterday, the three team blockbuster that we saw. Adam Schefter saying the closest trade we might have seen was 1987, a three team trade with the Bills, Rams, and Colts. So I, I remember just, this. So I just sent you guys the, the tweet with the info. This was the big Eric Dickerson trade. Yeah. Yep. So the Rams traded Eric Dickerson. They got running backs Greg Bell and Owen Gill. Great. They got a number one from Buffalo in 88 that turned into Gaston Green. That was the one that they thought Gaston, because he was a University of Miami kid. I, I think yep. the hope was that he could replace Dickerson. They got a number one uh, from Indy that turned into Aaron Cox, wide receiver. They got a number two from Indy. They got a number one in 1989 that turned into Cleveland Gary. Running back. Yeah, three ones, two, three twos, and two players for a running back. Hold on. They got Frank Stan. They, they got a second round pick. They got three twos, three ones, and two players. So yeah. then the question becomes because this is this is not it's not as similar. It's not the haul that the Vikings gave to the Cowboys for Herschel Walker. Yeah. Which is the greatest haul and, and led to a dynasty being created. But you say to yourself, well, who won this thing, right? So Dickerson is coming off of at the at the time of this deal. Um, in his 1987 season with the uh, with the Rams, he gets traded mid season here. But um, so let's go to 86 was his last full season with the Rams. He's 1821 yards and 11 touchdowns. He's a monster, right? Yeah. He's two years removed from 2100. His rookie year, Dickerson ran for 1808 and 80 and and 18 touchdowns as a rookie. So his first season in Indy, he go he leads the NFL in carries. He rushes for 1659 and 14 touchdowns. Um, the next year in Indy at age 29, he's 13, 11, and 7, and then it falls off a cliff. 
Can, can I just – here's what I don't understand. So the Colts give up Owen Gill a one and two twos mm-hmm. and the rights to Cornelius Bennett. So they get Eric Dickerson, and that's what they give up. The Bills basically gave up Greg Bell a one and 88, a one and 89, and a two and 89 for Cornelius Bennett. Yeah. Yeah, but he was really good. Good. Two ones and a two? But I don't know that people view draft picks the way that we did. It wasn't until Jimmy Johnson reset in 89 what draft picks were worth. So he was a five-time pro bowler. Yeah, I mean, he was notable. He was really good on those those Bills defenses. Never had a double-digit sack season, but, yeah, was was quite good. Did the Colts win this? Well, for the immediate, Dickerson ran for 1,600 and then 1,200 the next year. Well, but I don't know if the Rams won or not because what did they do with any of the picks? They didn't do anything good, right? You know, I just think in those days, like if you if you were if you're Marty McFly or you're Biff, right, and you steal the the time machine, you go back. If you to take like everything you know about the NFL, everything you know about building a roster, and drop into 1986, and we say, hey, this is how we're going to do it, which is basically what Jimmy Johnson did in '89. Yeah, you could give me all the assets. I'm going to put a, a scouting department together, real scouting department. We're going to have the analytics. We're going to study these guys. You'd run circles around it. Oh, yeah. There's like two scouts a team going gut feeling, talking to Joe Paterno in State College, you know? Right. That's yeah. that's no, what it was. Like, it was a totally different time. Cornelius Bennett so they, may they have been the best player So they failed on ones a lot, yeah. even more than now. So he was Bennett the, was probably the had the biggest long the longest staying power, most meaningful career post trade of anyone involved. Former Browns linebacker Frank Stams was part of that. By the way, Eric Dickerson and Bennett both number two overall picks in the draft. Cornelius Bennett was the second pick in that draft. I mean, who went ahead of Dickerson? Let's see. Coming out of S, it had to be a quarterback. That'd have been like eighty nineteen eighty three. The nineteen eighty three. Oh, that's the all time quarterback. That's Elway. NFL draft Elway. That's Marino goes in the second round in the late in the twenties. Yep. Ken O'Brien's in that draft. Todd Blackledge is in that draft. Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly refusing to play in Buffalo plays for the Houston Gamblers instead, and then comes back and reunites with Cornelius Bennett. And yeah, they all gets come, to a lot of Super Bowls. Full circle. So they had six Hall of Famers drafted in the first fourteen picks: Elway, Dickerson, Jimbo, Covert, Bruce Matthews. Actually, five. Jim Kelly. Other notables there: uh, the running back Kurt Warner. Of mm-hmm. the Seahawks, Seahawks yeah. who actually had a fine career. Yep. Um, the Pittsburghs could have, Steelers could have drafted Marino though, and he played at Pitt. Yeah, the Steelers Back could there. have. They took Gabe Rivera. Oh God, nose tackle. So the last two picks of the first round were Dan Marino and Daryl Green. Jeez, two Hall of Famers. Daryl Green doesn't get mentioned enough for his greatness. He was he played in that era with Prime, and he wasn't as as showy or anything but no. he was lights out he was lights. i out. mean it pains me thank god it never happened but like the squealers would have been a would have been relevant for like four decades oh my god in the 80s marino that, from from 84 yeah. to 97 yeah in pittsburgh good god. night no we didn't we needed to have some victories in the 80s there buddy yeah um this from rich rich Samini. mm-hmm with Taylor Swift reportedly scheduled to attend Jets Chiefs Sunday uh-huh. night, yep. Vivid Seats saw a 173% increase in traffic. The average Taylor Swift concert ticket at MetLife, $1,332. The average now for Chiefs at Jets is $232. Hey, everybody. You're not getting here. She ain't sucks. singing. 
sucks. Yes, she is, she is not. What do you want to do? Just so you can turn around and see her? By the way, if you're the Jets, like, I feel like it's a little bit of a quandary because you don't want to put her up on the Jumbotron because she's going to be in Chiefs gear. Right. <laughs> Did you see the Kelsey brothers having fun with this? Oh, oh spectacular. Yeah. That's great. So good. So good. Uh, Have you is, seen all the videos of, like, there's one, I can send you one, you're not on the gram anymore, but there's one where the guy's in full, like, military fatigues and it's come back and his wife is telling him how excited she is that, you know, how nice Taylor Swift is. She's putting Travis Kelsey on the map, and the guy's like, <laughs> he's on the map. He's the best tight end football. He's won Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's on the map. It's like, no, he's not. That's so great. And he's like, I j- just stop all of this. Like, I can't I just stop talking. He's like, I can't deal with it. It was hilarious. Same. I agree. It's a mailbag Thursday. Tweet us your questions. We'll get to those coming up shortly. Join Z and Gerard, West Park Station Live. Kevin Stefanski Show tonight at 7. Compliments of Bud Light. Martin Emerson, MJ Emerson, going to join the program as well. Dr. Z, you have a question? Yeah, little quick update from Baltimore, courtesy of Jeff Zreback. Justice Hill, the running back who had it missed last week with a toe injury, and then their dominant safety, Kyle Hamilton, both were back at practice today. Still not practicing. Odell Beckham Jr., Rashad Bateman, Marlon Humphrey, Badafe Owe, and David Ojabo. So, that so means tomorrow will be the one to really watch. So that means those guys. Ronnie Stanley and Linderbaum are back. It looks like Justice Hill could be back. That's not a big deal. Kyle Hamilton, I think, was going to miss. The big one that's not getting talked about enough is, is that Marcus Williams will be back. He's missed the last two games. Marcus Williams is a stud. Free safety for them. That is a big return. But still no Marlon Humphrey. That's big because their secondary, I think, is those corners are, are gettable. The guy who will be in charge of getting those corners is our offensive coordinator, Alex Van Pelt. You'll hear from him coming up next. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Daily brought to you by Ballybet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. The Cleveland Browns, avocados from Peru and Meyer want you to enter the ultimate football sweepstakes. Your chance to win a 2023 Ford Lightning electric pickup truck VIP tour across country mortgage campus and a $1,000 Meyer gift card. Visit your local Meyer, clevelandbrowns.com slash avocados for more. Now let's head to the podium and offensive coordinator Alex Van Pelt. Give us a little idea, if you can, about how uh, Deshaun may have hurt his shoulder and what the outlook is for maybe him practicing today or where that's Yeah, at. you know, I think it came, um, I'm not exactly sure, one of the runs that he had. He um, took a hit on the safety, or, you know, but yeah, we'll see today. We'll see how he feels when we get out there, but we're confident he'll be able to go Sunday. You know, we'll see how he's feeling today when we get out. What was that 10 yard run, you think, right before the Jerome TD? I believe so. Not exactly sure. To be honest with you, I know he, you know he he got hit on it. Um, yeah. Knowing what you've seen of Deshaun so far, I mean, there's no way he's 
staying out of this game, right? I wouldn't expect that, no. DTR putting him in Sunday, was that a byproduct of Deshaun's shoulder, or was that a, hey, we had this thing wrapped up in hand, let's give DTR some burn? Try to get him in there, get him some work in a game that we felt like we were in control of at that point, and had nothing to do with that. When uh, the trainers had to come up for Deshaun earlier in the game, and he ended up staying in, but do you immediately go to DTR and, and start coaching him up in, in that situation? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a really, uh, <laughs> as a backup, you know, as soon as that guy goes down, I was like, where's my helmet? I got to get my helmet. You know, your mouth starts to get a little dry. You think you're going in. So it was a good test run for him. Um, but, yeah, and as soon as that happens, um, it's the beauty of the backup. You know, you're expected to come in and, and, and it really just you don't have time to warm up. You got to go and, and get hot quick. So it was a good little dry run for him to have that experience and then to get him in the game later was awesome. Alex, how, how much of a work in progress is it to kind of figure out how you want to use Kareem and Jerome and, and even Pierre, just kind of how you want to divide up those touches? Yeah, I think it's, it's a, you know, it's, it, it, uh, it'll flow each week to see how we're going. As Kareem gets in better shape, I'd assume he'd get more touches uh, moving forward. But, um, you know, I really just want to keep a fresh back in at all times, whether it's first, second, or third down. Nice little route for when he scored the touchdown, but that part of his game, like how much higher do you think his ceiling is there in the pass game, and how excited are you guys to kind of you know experiment with that? Yeah, no, I mean he he's a weapon out of the backfield as well, um, you know, in in, his, in the pass game for sure. Um, you know, he's been impressive since he's been here running routes out of the backfield and catching the ball. So um, that's an area where he'll continue to grow. What are your thoughts on uh, Deshaun's game from Sunday? Why why did it go better this time? That's a tough one. I wish I could know that exactly. I'd, I'd bottle it and sell it. But um, yeah, he just played confident. I thought he had a great. We had a great plan going in. I thought he had a, you know, owned the plan across the board. Knew exactly what we we're trying to get done, um, and was really uh, made great decisions throughout the whole game to have six incompletions, and two of those be throwaways. That's a really good day. So, you know, that's the blueprint moving forward. Um, it's not always going to go that smoothly. We know that. But that was a really strong day of decision-making, accuracy, everything that comes with quarterback play. Elijah's had uh, nine targets on Sunday. Just kind of how have you seen him handle kind of about, like bouncing back and forth between more of a either receiver role or running back role and how you guys are using him? Yeah, we ask a lot out of Elijah um, because we know he can handle it. Uh, that's the thing. So as we keep growing with him, we'll keep finding ways to get the ball in his hands. You know, he's, he's a very good uh, runner after the catch, whether it's, you know, handing it to him in the backfield, throwing him a short route, uh, bubbles, whatever that is. We, you know, we're going to try to get him as many touches as we can throughout the course of the of a game. After the game, Watson said uh, he felt more composed. He controlled his emotions. You know, he wasn't over <coughs> celebrating good plays and all. Um, as a coach, can you change that, or is that up to him to fix his? Emotions? I can help. I can definitely help. I didn't do a great job in, in Pittsburgh, and that's something I learned from. You know. Um, but moving forward, I think uh, he has that understanding. You, you know, you, you can't play the position like a linebacker all the time. So, you, you know, holding your emotions and, and just really resetting and moving on to the next play, uh, the next series. You know, that's something we all learn from in that that game. Amari talked about the communication that they have on the field and how Amari has been able to kind of talk him through some things. As a coach, how important is that to have a guy that can kind of read the field for him and, and help him as the game plays out? A uh, veteran receiver like Amari is awesome. Um, came to us very early in that game and said, hey, I think I can get by these guys outside. Uh, and he was right. So some of the routes that we had that were shorter, uh, we adjusted and went to the deeper version of the routes. And it really paid off for us. But uh, you're always going to listen to a guy like Amari. He's got a ton of experience. 
Um, he's not going to tell you something just to get the ball. He's, you know, he 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 knows how important it is to, you know, give us real looks and, and real thoughts, and he does. And and then we obviously uh, have a lot of respect for him. And you know, and if he says it, you know, we'll we'll give it a shot for sure. You know. What would you have done differently uh, in Pittsburgh to keep you know Deshaun a little bit more centered in there? And I could have probably reset him a few more times than, and, and as opposed to um, just letting him be upset and angry, you know, at times. So, um, you know, I, I put that on myself as much as anything. Um, that relationship that we have to have on game day has to be very, you know, calm um, and just going from play to play after each series and just talking through things and getting them ready for the next series. I could have definitely done better. Seen from the Ravens' defense dealing with all the injuries, they had to make a bunch of adjustments there. Yeah, I mean they're they're beat up with the injury bug. Um, you know, it's just the way it goes in this league. They're 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 good. They they've been doing what they do for a long time within their scheme. Um, they're tough to get ready for. There's just a lot. It's a lot of defense they put on the field, um, fronts, coverages, pressures, everything. So anytime you get ready for a Baltimore defense, you know you, you're gonna. Spend the extra hours getting ready because they again they present you with a lot of different looks and they're very sound in their scheme and they understand what they're doing regardless if the starters are in there or not. It seems like you guys were force feeding Elijah Moore a little bit Sunday. Do you guys think it's just a matter of time before he pops home with all his explosive ability? Oh yeah, for sure. I do. I mean, he is dynamic with the ball in his hand. He's going to make guys miss at times and he's got the speed to run away. So, matter of time before he pops a big one. Even without Marlon, are those guys in the back end as physical as they usually are with, with the receivers? They are. You know, 21 plays really physical on the left side. Um, you know, the guys on the right, they're kind of rotating in and out. But they're, it's a physical defense. That's one thing we've talked about. Play a lot of man coverage at times, so we have to be able to beat man uh, when they give us those opportunities outside. But they will, they will definitely uh, get up in your face at the line of scrimmage and make it tough for you to release. What are you seeing out of Cloudy? How does he fit with that scheme over there? Good. I mean, he's uh, you know he's a, he's a dynamic guy. He's explosive and quick and long. There's a lot of things that you know that he can be disruptive on. But he looks like the same guy. The uh, Hamilton blitzed a lot from that nickel position. I know he didn't practice yesterday, but uh, is that something? Was it a one-game thing? You think for them? He didn't show it. I don't think before that. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think. I think they're they're kind of feeling through their injuries as well. I mean, he was playing safety earlier in the season, and with the injury, uh, moved down into the nickel spot. And I think they feel like he's a good blitzer, and he is. So they're probably just playing to his strengths. All right, that's your offensive coordinator, Alex Van Pelt. Now for the matchup presented by BallyBet, sports betting partner, your Cleveland Browns, now live in Ohio. We go to Dr. Z. All right, let me talk to you. <laughs> Browns on offense, number 10 total offense, number four rushing attack, number 21 passing. They are 11th in scoring, 22nd on third downs. Now the good news is the Ravens are 24th on third down defense. Browns third in the red zone, so that's very good. The Ravens solid D so far. Total D 10, rush D 8, pass the 11, points per game 8. They will play a lot of man coverage. They're currently playing 40% man coverage. That is the fifth most in the NFL. They are running cover zero blitzes on 9.5% of plays. That is third most in the NFL. So they are not afraid to bring the house and try to get at you. So who do they got? Well, not a whole lot of names you know. Only two pro bowlers on the defense. Roquan Smith a year ago. Marlon Humphrey as well. But Marlon Humphrey is out. Then you think about guys who have ever been to a Pro Bowl at any point in their career. The only other one is Jadevian Clowney. So that's what they've got. That's who they are. 
Um, not a ton of talent, but they have gotten it done. They're very big up front. Michael Pierce in the nose tackles, 355. Broderick Washington's 315. They got Travis Jones out of UConn at 338. Justin Matabike, 305. So they're big up front, 3-4. They'll have the two stand-ups on the outside. Now it's Owe and Ojabo are the starters, but Jadevian Clowney, I imagine, is going to play a lot in this one. He's got one and a half sacks so far this year, 13 pressures to lead the team. Now what's interesting is they just signed Kyle Van Noy, and you wonder how much he will play because if Ojabo and Owe are out, it's going to be Clowney and then either Tavius Robinson, their fourth-round pick this year out of Ole Miss, who's the first player to ever be drafted from the University of Guelph in Ontario. All right. I don't know if I said that right. G-U-L-E-P-H. You'd need the ambassador. Cool. I wouldn't have a point of reference. No idea. Or it's going to be Jeremiah Moon, who sounds like he should be the brother of Jackie Moon, Jackie Moon with baby. the tropics. Uh, <laughs> he is in his first year out of Florida as an undrafted free agent a year ago. Neither of them have a career sack. In fact, Moon made his NFL debut last week. So they are down pass rushers. Now, Van Noy's a pro. He's had five-plus sacks in four straight seasons, but he was just signed this week. So how, you know, what? there's shape and then there's football shape, as we all well know. Um, in their secondary, Kyle Hamilton, unbelievable. Three sacks tied the single game record for a defensive back. Last time person to do it was Jamal Adams. He is the youngest ever to do it. Uh, he had two sacks versus the Browns last year, one in each game. Those were his only sacks as a rookie. But so far, he leads the team with three sacks. He's got a pass defense. He's got a forced fumble, two tackles for loss, three quarterback hits. He's he's all over the place. So he's done very well. And then they get Marcus Williams back. Marcus Williams had four picks in ten games for them a year ago, 19 interceptions total. He's got two or more interceptions every season. That's big. Corners, gettable. Get-a-bull. Brandon Stevens, last week, targeted 12 times, 9 catches, 93 yards. He'll start for Marlon Humphrey. I think the Browns can test him, a third-round pick out of SMU. Then you've got Ronald Darby, a, a veteran who is he's on his fifth team. Uh, I think you can go after Darby, eight career interceptions. Rocky Asin, two career interceptions. He didn't play much. Uh, and then they've got Geno Stones, the other safety, as Baltimore's only interception this season. But this is not a great secondary their pass rush without Owe and Ojabo, actually, that takes a hit. In eight, Owe was averaging four pressures a game, even though he hadn't gotten a sack yet. He was averaging four pressures a game. Uh, and Ojabo had, in two games, a sack, a hit, a couple of pressures, many tackles. So those guys were big in what they're doing. Now, the best part of this defense, the linebackers. They have the two best inside linebackers in the NFL. Yep. I think maybe you could, the Niners, Warner, and Greenlaw. These are the be, AFC equivalent. This is the AFC equivalent. Roquan Smith, pro bowler, all pro. Uh, last year, 169 tackles. John Harbaugh said he is the best leader that I've coached since Ray Lewis. Wow. Which is a big statement from him. And then Patrick Queen last year, 117 tackles, five sacks. He had a sack against the Browns, so you got to watch out for him. Um, those guys play every single snap. Yep. So they will be out there. And so that's, that's what you got to do for the Browns, you know, your ground game last week wasn't obviously what it had been earlier in the season. The Browns' first two weeks with Nick Chubb averaging 37.5 carries, 202 yards, 5.4 yards a carry. Last week, 31 rushes, 78 yards, 2.5. But don't forget, Tennessee has been a historic run defense. Uh, and really what you want to see continue, this is the trend to watch from a clean pocket. All quarterbacks struggle from pressure, but from a clean pocket. Deshaun Watson, weeks one and two. 62.5% completion, 6 yards per attempt, 2 touchdowns, 1 pick, 84 rating. Last week, 92%, 9.9 yards per attempt, 2 touchdowns, 134.7 rating. You want to get, look at tequila for the swashbuckling. 
Was that a little fencing? Was that a little fencing? A swashbuckling Fila. My God. You got to love tequila. But how about Amari He's like Cooper? a Northeast Ohio Zorro. He is. I like that. He could be my sidekick. My Zorro sidekick. I'd you like could that. be Zorro. He could be Bernardo. Yeah, Bernardo. Yeah. Get you a couple of trusty steeds. Amari Cooper has now six games with 100 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. As a member of the Cleveland Browns. He's good. 90-plus the last two games. He only had one game with 90 yards with Deshaun Watson in 2022. That was a big game with 105 against Washington. All right, Pet Pet Supplies Plus giving you a chance to win tickets for home games all season while providing the best deals for your pet. 75-plus stores in Ohio. Enter to win tickets at clevelandbrowns.com slash petsuppliesplus. Receive a coupon to use at your local store with your entry. Pet Supplies Plus, proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. The mailbag coming up next. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. All right, it's a mailbag Thursday presented by Cross Country Mortgage, official mortgage partner. Your Cleveland Browns, when it comes to financing, they're going to get you home. Visit ccm.com today. Equal housing opportunity, NMLS 3029. Hello, Gibbe. Hi, boys. Little mailbag. Gibbe. Nope. Gibbe. There Gibbe. you go. See, we should have an on-air light. It should be really easy. Um, I still feel like you'd screw it up. Well, let's try it. Let's find try out. it. Find out. Let's see what happens. Test that theory. You've been given the green light by the biggest luminary possible. Yep. Yeah. Did you hear that? I did. Yeah. Yep. And? And? This chair is awfully cozy and my mic works. Well, actually, you've had more trouble than anybody recently, if we're going to be, if we're gonna be honest part about also, it. This part is also true. About it. You've been, it's been on the struggle bus for you. What were you going to say? I thought you had something. I don't know. Okay, great. I was Banana, just gonna squirrel. Say, I was just wondering if the people are gonna be if the people are gonna be sad seeing me stretch so much. Get, get it worked out. Yeah. All right. Tweet your questions to at Browns underscore daily. A few That's names a for our defense coming. I like in. that one. Tommy Clato right. says the Northern Fright, as in Northern Lights, or Marauders of the Midwest. I'm not feeling any, any of those. It's Monsters of the Midway feel to it. Yeah. Yeah. How about the Orange Wave from Steve Frania? If we were on like an ocean, maybe? We're the Browns. That's the only problem with the Orange is we're the Browns. Yeah. So that's why that's tough. The Brown Out? Nobody wants that. <laughs> you know a Brown Out is? Wasn't there a, uh, what about the Guns N' Roses song, Mr. Brownstone? Yeah. Brownstone yeah. defense? And then you could play that song? I don't even know the lyrics to that song. I was say, I don't know what he's even. I don't Ozzy. Know the last time I heard. Yeah, no, no, that's Guns N' Roses. The is last it? time I heard that oh, yeah. song was, I don't know, I was 12. So I'm not sure what the lyrics were. I remember thinking it really rocked back then. Yeah, I mean, say it confidently. Uh, Dr. Feelgood defense. <laughs> we can play Dr. Feelgood. There you go. I ask the great Z, this from Joe Ross, what's the number our offense needs to get to for you to feel confident in a win this weekend? The point number? Yeah. 24. That's what I was thinking. Four. Oh, goodness gracious. We've only given up three points at home. Both games. All right, so we can't use in doing a quick Google search. <laughs> Someone sent me a tweet. In doing a name. quick quick We're Google search. We're not going to talk about that on the air. On a quick Google search, I can tell you we cannot use Mr. Brownstone as a song. Out. 
Uh, yeah. No, 24 would make me feel really good. I feel like we would beat them with 24 for sure. Four yeah. points, though, if we can keep doing what we're doing. Why yeah. not? Yeah. We've outscored our opponents 51 to 6 at home, gentlemen. That's 51 right. to 6. Let's go. This is one I, I Brownstone don't, know, defense. I don't have Let's a go. question, but I think he's it. slated to talk to the media tomorrow. This is from Dog Pound Nick. Brown's O-line assistant coach, Scott Peters, was mentioned on the Joe Rogan experience by jiu-jitsu legend Eddie Bravo. Do any players train with him on a consistent basis? I think he's the one who teaches them all the hand fighting and striking yes. and all that. Yes. Yeah, he is constantly What's the Joe Rogan guys? experience? I mean, I don't really know how to describe <laughs> that on a radio station good. that requires a dump. You safe. safe. Uh, Colton, too All early right. to give up on Injigba fantasy wise? Yes. Yeah, that's one. Keep I an th- eye on him, though. You're in for a I you think you're in for Gino a while. going up with him? Going up to him and saying, I need you, like trying to get him, I need you, stay locked in, like that type of stuff that's on me. I'll get it right at the game. He was mic'd up. It was on Inside the NFL this week. Yeah, well, okay. Let's hope that it leads to something. Got to lead to something, man. Uh, let's see. Little, uh, there's some weird ones this week. Uh, let's go Bobby time. Bobby! Bobby! Bobby, Bobby. Where's the worst smelling place you've ever been? Septic tank of a slaughterhouse. Pretty bad. Sounds disgusting. <laughs> you asked. He asked. I've been in a Actually, couple. that's what it smelled like at uh, Akershire Stadium when we walked in, too. I'm pretty confident. I yeah, was they once... were literally emptying the septic right there when we walked in. I don't know what the heck I was at. I was but like, it was... Oh, welcome to Blankburg. You know that. It was daytime. It was hot. And I was at a festival or something. Yeah. And I had to go to a porta potty. And it was just like that's it had it. been baking heated, rank. Yeah, heated. That's it. I mean, come on. Next, Bobby, be next better. Bobby, we don't yeah. want to get sick, well, Bobby. Give, he, Bobby gave him 100. That's when he chose. Yeah, we can't. We can't. We, we got to stay. Keep us in a good mood here on a Thursday. Which part of the roller coaster do you ride in? Front, middle, or back? Front, front, front. Love the front seat. I do, but, but if not, I can't, I'd rather be back than the middle. I, I'm not going to. I'll do this. It's not worth the extra line for me. Erroneous. You think it I is? Agree, I don't. I really don't care. Like it doesn't fine. happen often. Erroneous. Front, front, or back, back. Yeah. Listen, yeah, it's fine. Val Raven, you yeah. want to be in that front seat? Like it's a whole well, different that, experience. There are certain specifically where that is. Yes, for sure. But also, like in general, I don't know that. It, to me, it doesn't feel like that big of a difference. When does soup season start? Started. Never stopped. Uh, yeah. Downstairs, we're, we're, we got What do they got going down there? Going Today on. was a turkey, like Middle Eastern spiced yes. soup that was very good. Oh, I, I miss those soups. Oh, yeah. I, love a good I soup. ended up putting a little turkey burger in there, a little lamb in there. Yeah, yeah you do that. You like to like take the meats and put it a in the soup. A little hot sauce in oh, there? Yeah. The, yeah. Although there's I've a sriracha that shortage. That's why we don't have any sriracha downstairs. There Did is you know a sriracha that? shortage. Sriracha shortage. Let's see it. Uh, how could you politely end a conversation with a person who is so annoying? Well, I told Zagari he's dumb. And then we move on. Jeez. Just p- coming from with angles that are... Oh, yeah? Well, you're dumb. I mean, you're like fourth you're grade wrong. insults are brutal. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> you know what I do is I pretend that I get a phone call and say I have to go <laughs> in the middle of an interview. 
That's what you do? That's what that's I do. Good. Yep. Yeah, that's good. Yep. He's gotten okay. important things, or someone's got to think about it. Let me get, get back, back to you. Let me get back, Let me get back to you on that. I'll get back to you on that. Ooh, ooh, that's a... Ooh. What do you think about the Browns' right, moves quick. this Ooh. Let me get back to you on that. Again. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go think about uh, that. Real quick in our time left, what was your favorite toy when you were a child? We got like 20 seconds. G.I. Joe's. Loved them. Aircraft carrier. Dude. I had two things. Ship. I had the full. The plane. I had an X-Wing. It. I had a full X-Wing. Yep. Awesome. And then I had this castle that, with all the little figures, and we do those wars. Loved all that stuff. Yeah, the castles with the figures. That's great. That was intense, man. Were your kids ever into that? No, but Bryce was in for a while. He he's got a good wrestling figure collection, and he would like yep. make stables and matches and car book the whole show and the whole deal. So yeah. that was pretty fun. Yeah, that was fun. I, they they were into it if I did it. Like if I would set it up, and like set up the story. Sure. Then they would then yeah. they would do it. But on their own, lazy. Too many options. So much more to come. Cleveland runs daily at fifty ESPN Cleveland. you by Bally Bet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. And a reminder to join Zeech Rod West Park Station Live. Stefanski Show tonight, 7 to 8. Compliments of Bud Light. MJ Emerson going to join the show, be on site for autographs. Happy birthday. That's a good get. It is a good get. We've had MJ. Greg Newsom and now MJ Emerson. That's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Thursday night football tonight. Uh wanna shout out our sister flagship station, ninety two point three, the fan. If you'd like to listen late this evening, Thursday night football, Ian Eagle and the great Joe Thomas Hoff! on the call. Hofstradamus. The Hoff baby. Lions at Packers. It's a Thursday. That's right. Lambeau Field last year. The Lions came in there and they smoked Aaron Rodgers. Sent him to oh, New York. Set, they they set in motion sent packing. A, a series of events that have had catastrophic implications. They're in love with love, and so am I. Packers win. Packers win. Huge, big Thursday. The next level's next. Cleveland Browns daily eight fifty. ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and 850 ESPN Cleveland. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.